0: kind of power who has that kind of love that can wipe away all the tears from your past and how you were treated who has that kind of power that can erase your past that father that was not there to hold you who can erase that kind of hurt and pain that you were molested who can who can erase that pain who can erase those memories up, God Himself, who has that kind of power? That man that abused you, who has that kind of power that calls you to love him? Who has that power? For those who are homosexual, do not have those desires anymore. To now love the opposite sex, who has that kind of power? true living God, Jehovah, Emmanuel, God that is with us. Hallelujah. Who has that kind of power that can change your life in a moment? That today, I don't have a penny, but tomorrow I wake up having all things. Who has that kind of power? Can turn my rainy days and night into sunny days. Who has that kind of power that calls you to wake up thinking you're dreaming every day? Because the nightmare's over. Oh, glory to God. I count it an honor and a privilege to be called. Child of God. Oh, we bless your name, Father. We love on you today. Speak to us, Holy Spirit, like only you can. Speak to the hearts of your people to change their hearts and minds, to have a deep desire for intimacy with you allow you to be our everything to be our hope, to be our desire, to be our love, to be our happiness. Speak, Holy Spirit. Manifest yourself in the fullness of your power. It's in Jesus' name that we say so be it. Unto us, you may be seated, children of the Most High God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I tell you, before I get up here, I don't have a word to say. Kelly, I put a lot of things down on paper. But when I get up here, I don't, I don't have a word. nothing in my mind nothing in my heart because I want Holy Spirit to speak that's why I have nothing to say when I first get up I want him to go before me glory to God I'm always asking my heavenly father What's going on with the body of Christ? Before Amen. they teaching, what's going on with us? What do they need to be successful in this walk with you? Lord? To experience you, for it to be a reality that you are God, what is it? So today, We're going to be talking about understanding the life of Holy Spirit. All right. Understanding the life of Holy Spirit. I believe throughout the years, for those who are saved, we've been taught about God. We've been told about how Jesus walked the earth and the miracles that he did in his time with the disciples. We've been told this, but we've been told history. We've been told things that are written down, but we have not lived the life of God. We have not seen the reality of the life of God. We saw the written word of history. It's what we've seen. So we have not been living the word. It's sad to see so many Christians find it difficult to serve their God. We neglect, and the reason why is that because we neglect the Lordship of Holy Spirit. We neglect the Lordship of Holy Spirit in the church. We're still talking about What Jesus did. We can only relate to the man, Jesus. And now, he's sitting on the right hand side of the Father. Yes, he is. He said, when I leave, I'm going to leave you a comforter. Holy Spirit. So why aren't we talking about Holy Spirit? Mm, That's good. Why is there very little talk about Holy Spirit and he's the one that's here now? He's here in this dispensation. He is Lord. Oh, come on. In this time with us. But we're still talking about, Pastor, the man Jesus. Or Father in heaven. They're both seated in, in heaven. Holy Spirit is here with you now.
1: Mm. Pericles.
0: So that the one that's called alongside Inside you, is, you. That's right. is not able to manifest himself because mm-hmm. you don't acknowledge him. You neglect his lordship over your life. Go ahead. You fail, you fail to honor him which result in social fellowship in church. We're having religious activities instead of a personal relationship with Holy Spirit. You're having social activities. This is why he's not real to you. This is why you're not convicted when you walk away from him because yeah. you're having social fellowship with Holy Spirit. Oh, my goodness. This is why it's so easy when songs are played. You have to have music. And this stirs you up and it sends you someplace. See, your social fellowship of church has been doing this throughout the years, throughout decades. It's stirring you up and sending you someplace. Not in a place of God's presence, but it's been sent to you someplace. It's been sent to you in your flesh. This is why when you leave the gathering, you, you're not the way that you are here because you've been sent someplace. Go ahead. And not in the presence of God. See, there are songs that we, we, we're looking for something to work us up, and then, so then we get these movement, and then we get this... Uh, Walking through the tulips and flowers and it's just a bright day and the rainbows and Skittles. (laughs) However, God wants us to have a genuine fellowship with him. Come out the clouds and make believe land, wonderland. Mm. He Mm. wants you to come in truly into his presence because that and that alone is what changes you. So come out of the fantasy Come out of the fantasy books. Stop reading them. Read the book. Amen. We have little Christianity thrown in with worldly additives. All the time. We have little Christianity thrown in with the worldly additives. We have non-spiritual features that we have brought into the church. By the truckload. So what we do, we have all these events. Go this ahead. is why people go to bigger church because you know why? Mm-hmm. They're having worldly non-spiritual events. That's right. And so you go with your non spiritually self to the non-spiritual church. There you go. Void of Holy be Spirit. Spirit. Because you know what? You want to be sent someplace. But not in His presence, because if you're sent in His presence, you're gonna have to be exposed. Okay. You're gonna be exposed in the presence of God. That's what we. That's what they don't want. So you want to be worked up with a song and dance, and entertainment, all types of activities. So when it comes to the youth, they have all kind of youth events, and you know, and then so what they're really bringing in the church now is the club. There you go. They actually have a club set up in churches now because they have to entertain you yeah. Yeah. because you won't come. But go ahead and say why they try to justify it. See, everything is still, they talk about it's, it's Jesus because we have to reach. We have to reach the youth. So to reach the youth, I have to go. And to the, the world, world. And the worldly things that you used to doing, I need to do that to communicate to you. Because that's, that's a the only way, only way that you're going to listen. So, but what we are developing is false Christians becoming oh. false witnesses By the church loads. By the church loads. So, it's your coming. What they're doing, they're trying to set up a win people. They're trying to win people. Mm-hmm. To come, but not win them to the kingdom of God. Come on, Mel. They're trying to win them to come to the place, but not trying to win them to come to Christ. So I can fill up the facility, not fill up the kingdom of God. There you go. And so for those who are, who are not spiritual, it feeds your flesh. And you think God is there. Mm. Because, mm-hmm. oh, it's so many... People in the worship, oh, and I saw the gold falling and I saw this giving away call I, I went to the third heaven and you know what? Very few people get to have any vision, less known to go to the third heaven. Because you know what? Very few people want to live for Christ. Go ahead, Mill. So all of the the thinking that he's talking to you and where he's leading to you is that you are being led by a familiar spirit. It is not the Holy Spirit. Mm. Because you have to have a clean temple for God to abide. And you know some things that you're still dealing with what God has asked you, you to release. He's not going to take it. He's a gentleman. You have to release it. They got many attractions. They're called religious toys. They're called religious toys. And some of us love to play with those toys. This is why we go from place to place. We're trying to find a new toy, a new religious toy that will keep me happy and excited. About the concept of God but not a relationship with him because a relationship is going to require me to be committed that's gonna require that I actually do something that's in this word and to do that it's gonna cause your flesh to be uncomfortable Wow we do things to get our spirit to be up to keep our spirit up. See, to keep our spirit up, but not walking with Holy Spirit, but keep our spirit up. So what you do, you have all these quotes. Why do we find quotes that's not uh, related to the word? How do we have all these things on social media that's all these quotes and it's not of the Bible? I mean, who has anything better to say than God Himself? Where where are all these quotes coming from, Pastor? And who are these people that you so believe in what they're saying? Just talking about, you know, I feel good. So, see, this, this puts your spirit up. This is sad to say. That if the Holy Spirit didn't make himself known for a year, some of the church wouldn't even know it. If Holy Spirit didn't make himself known in a year, amongst the people when they gather, they would not know it. You know why? Because they don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. have a relationship with the concept of Jesus, the man. But not a relationship with the Lordship of Holy Spirit. He's here now. Jesus, when he was there, he said, pray like this to the Father. Now, when I leave, see, so he didn't say, he didn't ever say pray to the Holy Spirit. He said, pray to the Father. But when he left, he said, now when I leave, I'm going to leave you a comforter. I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm going to leave you the Holy Spirit. And now he's going to teach you. He's going to teach you all things. And he's not even going to, anyway, I'm, we're going we're to get to it. Let's go to our foundation scripture here, which is John, the Gospel of John 14, verse 16 through 26, Amplified Classic Edition. And
2: I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby, that he may remain with you forever. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, welcome, or taken to its heart, because it does not see him or know and recognize him. But you know and recognize him, for he lives with you constantly and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, desolate, bereaved, forlorn, helpless. I will come back to you just a little while now, and the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live also. At that time, when that day comes, you will know for yourselves that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. The person who has my commands and keeps them is the one who really loves me. And whoever really loves me will be loved by my Father. And I too will love him and will show Reveal, manifest myself to him. I will let myself be clearly seen by him. Read. And make myself real to him. Judas, not Iscariot, asked him, Lord, how is it that you will reveal yourself, make yourself real to us Uh. and not to the world? Jesus answered, if a person really loves me. Read that word. He will keep my word, obey my teaching." and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home, abode, special dwelling place with him. Anyone who does not really love me does not observe and obey my teaching, and the teaching which you hear and heed is not mine, but comes from the Father who sent me. I have told you these things while I am still with you, but the Comforter, Counselor, Helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name in my place to represent me and act on my behalf. <laughs> he will teach you all things, and he will cause you to recall, thank you Holy Ghost, will remember you of bring to your remembrance everything I have told you.
0: And glory to God. <laughs> Did the word do you (laughs) good? Thank you for the reading of that word.
1: (laughs) Man, you can close it down now, but
0: I I just don't know how you can hear
1: that and all that, and then you still act the way you act. You still don't trust the way you trust. I can't believe you treat each other after reading that how we do. There's no way.
0: Amen. Pastor.
1: He has not made himself real to you.
0: This is why we want to really talk today about the Lordship of Holy Spirit. See, there has not been much study about the life of Holy Spirit. You're supposed to have a relationship with Holy Spirit. But again, I say, you have had a relationship with the concept of the man, Christ. There you go. And also the Father. But not a relationship with any of the three of the Godhead, but most important, Holy Spirit is here with you now. This is who you have to have a relationship to understand the Father and the Son. Go ahead. So you can't bypass Holy Spirit without now and getting to the Son and the Father without the experience and the life with Holy Spirit. He says here, I will give you another comforter and just to validate what last teaching I said, this is why you don't have to really intercede for a believer because it says Holy Spirit intercedes Thieves. for you. He's Thieves. always interceding for the believer. So you touch and agree Amen. with another believer. We don't have to intercede Ever because the, the great intercessor is interceding for his own. My Lord, I thank
1: you. Uh, yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. He said that he's going to remain with you forever. What you said in verse 17, It says, the, oh, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. It says the world can't receive or welcome into their heart. He said because they can't know him or recognize him. He said, but you know and recognize him because he's supposed to live with you oh, and in on. you. Yes. Constantly, every day. Mm. He said, but you know him. My question is, do you? He said, but you know and you recognize him. But he lets us know. There's some complication to know him and to recognize him. So you can see where you're at today once we get finished with this teaching. 19, just a little while now, and the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live. You will also live because I live. You will also live. This, I'm just going back some highlighting something for you. 21 is, is it. One who really loves me and whoever really loves me He didn't just say love, really loves me, Mm -hmm. will be loved by my Father. Mm. I will let myself be clearly seen by him and make myself real to him. He said, "If see, this is a criteria. You have to really love him. Mm
1: -hmm. Not what he can do.
0: He said, really love me. And my father will love you because you really love me. And because of that connection of you with me and me with the father, now I will make myself clearly known to you. I will make myself clearly known. Why is it hard for a believer to hear the voice of God? Why don't you know when he's talking? Come on. bad connection. There you go. Why we don't know when God's, we can't tell the difference when God is talking to us or Satan or ourselves. He's because you don't really love me. The psalmist was singing, don't move until he tell you to move.
1: That's right.
0: And so that's with everything. Don't pray until he tells you to pray. Don't move. Don't give a word. Don't intercede until he tells you to. Because he is instructing you as to what to say and how to pray.
1: He's teaching you. He's teaching you.
0: Don't move. He says, I will let myself be clearly seen and make myself a reality to you. See, what's the reality to you It's your world here, now, what you're experiencing. Your circumstances. Your family, your circumstances, your job. He said, that's what's real to you. Your feelings, your emotions, your, the, the things that fleshly desires you want to do, that's real to you. Because, you know why that's real to you? Because you've been answering that. You've been answering your flesh. You've been responding to your flesh. He said, but you won't respond to me. In order for the Holy Spirit to operate in your life, you must respond with an expression. Mm, mm, mm. You must express yourself to Holy Spirit. When a song is played, express yourself. The word is being taught. Express yourself to Holy Spirit. He said, He'll teach you all things. All things is this. He said, All things. He didn't say some, he said, All things. He said, If you have the capacity to receive. So, according to your thirst and hunger is what you receive. That's right. You're without because you're not hungry. You're without because you're not thirsty. You can't see, you can't hear because you're not hungry, nor are you thirsty for the word of God. Mm. He says, "And, and I will cause you to recall, will remind you, of uh, bring to your remembrance everything I've told you. I had a question to Holy Spirit about that. What do you mean everything you done told me? Mm. He told me nothing. I'm trying to find it out. See, if you don't ask him these questions, and you just take the scripture like, okay, everything that you've told me. I, I don't know nothing pertaining to the kingdom of God. Remembrance means this in Hebrew. And I said, this is how I'd learned, and I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. Mom, I learned like this. Remembrance is this. Because, thank you, Holy Spirit. That was the first time, the first time that I heard from God directly. I was sitting down watching TV. watching Martin. And that guy's so funny. I was watching him. And so... You know, I had to be, you know, I was really, thought I was really, con, you know, consuming, everything was going on, on on the show. And then he intercepted my thought, and he said, what did I say to Peter? What, what do you mean, what do you say to Peter? I'm trying to watch TV. I mean, I'm for real. I talk to God like this. I'm, we I'm know. I'm for real. I was, I'm watching TV. We know. You asking me, what did you say to Peter? And then I said to him, I said, you know what you said to Peter. So then I'm like, okay, you say it, because I know he's going to get me. So it's like a parent, you know, a parent, you think, oh, he or she going to get me. So I'm like, okay, you say it. You know, who do they say that I am? So he's taking me there, and I'm responding to him. But when he took me there, remembrance means this, to take you to a point in time. Take you to an exact moment in time exact moment in time Jay. So he took me to the exact moment, Al, in time when he spoke to Peter. Okay. You're you're not with me. He took me, mom, back to the exact moment. See, remembrance means to take to the exact moment in time. He took me back to the time when he spoke to Peter. I was there. I see, now y'all, see, I don't, I was there. Go ahead, Mel. And so when he said that to Peter, see this—this this is what have given me, uh, started me on the quest of, no matter what you do, the first quest you should be seeking is the revelation of Jesus Christ, because that's what the entire Bible is about. That's right. He said, "What?" He said, "Peter, who do they say that I am? They say that you know you're John the Baptist, you're Leah, you know Elijah from the dead." He said, "But no, who do you say that I am?" He said, you are the Christ. You are the true and living God. He said, Peter, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you except the Father. And so Jesus is in the form of the Father, in the Word. So he had to take Peter in that exact moment and time. So it goes back again. It brings you back to your remembrance. So where is your remembrance? How do he take you back into the exact moment in time? He takes you out of time to take you into eternity and take you to the exact moment in that time. Experiencing the same feelings, the same revelation. Mm-hmm. So what is that? Remember, it's not your natural mind. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit is going to bring back to your remembrance. He said, "What I told you, what I told you." I wasn't around when Peter was talking to you, (laughs) but because you're born of God, that's right, you're able to travel in time. There you go. You're able to go to the exact moment in time I take you out of this dispensation and put you in another dispensation. I oh, said, Y'all, you can't see, you can't conceive this. You know why? Because the rel- your relationship go ahead, with the Holy Spirit has not been validated <laughs> and has not been connected.
1: That's why you need to be led. Wow. He
0: said, Everything I've already told you, Fee. I got this. Oh, you're going to learn how to hear from, from God because you're going to develop your relationship with Holy Spirit. Amen. You're going to learn the life of Holy Spirit. Come on. Because he's been called to teach you all things. He said all things. The secret things. That's right. Why are you in awe when someone else is speaking or they've written a book about something? He said He said to your mind. he said, I will teach you. All things. It's only that certain people has opened themselves up to Holy Spirit. That's right. There's nothing grand about them.
1: Nope.
0: Wow. So let's talk about some fundamentals of Holy Spirit. Who He is and how do you get to know Him? Who is Holy Spirit? How do we get to know Him? Fundamentals of the person Holy Spirit. First of all, he is a person. He is a messenger. Holy Spirit is a messenger. He's not the message. He is the messenger. He's a messenger that and his job is to make known. To make known. Come on. He's God on the earth in the now. Bringing everything about the Father and the Son. (laughs) Witnessing to you of the Father and the Son in the now. He is what Jesus was to the disciples. That's right. He sent them out. Holy Spirit is sending you out. He worked on uh, Sodom too. Holy Spirit birthed the church. He calls your birth. Holy Spirit calls your new birth. He calls your supernatural birth. The witness. All things. How God brings everything. How Holy Spirit brings everything back into your remembrance. All things that pertain to God. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You actually can know. You actually could know. All things about God. (laughs) You actually could know. You have the ability to actually know all things that pertain to God. And the how is this? Is that Holy Spirit is a recorder of all things. And he's inside of you. Mm -mm. This is how he can bring it back to your remembrance. He said what I told you. All things you can bring back to my remembrance when you was on the cross and what you said to the father. You, you, can, you can place me by John yeah. and, okay, I, I, and your uh, mother. You, mm-hmm. I, I can see the thieves on the cross. You can take me out of this dispensation and you can take me at, at Calvary. You can, he can do that. He can take you to the, to the last supper. He, he can do that. He can take you to the birth. He can can do that. Take you to your suffering. He said, because I've left my recorder, my comforter, to show you all things that pertain to the Father and the Son. Holy Spirit renews your mind so that you know God's mind. He renews your mind so that you can know God's mind. He helps us to catch up with eternity. See, so for what's already done that you can't see, he takes you there. He can take you ahead or behind, but it's all really now. But for your sake of understanding, he can take you in five years. He can take you in ten years. He can take you back 2,000 years. Because that's what Holy Spirit does. He, he catches you up with eternity. And the only reason that we have to be caught up with eternity is because we're part of the fall. And this explains when it says that all have fallen short of the glory of God. All have fallen short of the glory of God. Which means that you're now, you can't comprehend eternity. Because now you're in time. But he didn't leave you there. I've left you with Holy Spirit to bring you to be caught up. Even in eternity. Without him you have a form of Christianity, a ritual, but there's not a reality of your relationship. These are fundamentals of Holy Spirit, the person. What is Holy Spirit? Hmm. He's another mode of being. See, we're trying to reach him all kind of ways. I don't know, maybe we stand on one foot and cross our finger and count the ten with eyes closed. These are different. We're trying to do all these different things. It's another mode of being. Our mode of being is matter. Go ahead. Weight, size, mass, color, extension in space, can all be right. measured, weighed, and has form. All right, now. But he's not Matter. He's another being, and now you are too. That's right. That has never existed before. Mom, see, you're another mode of being. See, if you can receive that. That's right. You know all the greatness that's on your life because you're not of this world. You're not supposed to be depressed. You're not supposed to be sad because you're not of this world. You're another mode of being. You're not supposed to be broke. You're another mode of being. You're not supposed to be worrying because you're another mode of being. One of the power of the spirit is to penetrate things. All right. All substance. Our spirit dwells in our body, but it penetrates Our spirit. Jesus was raised from the dead and he walked through the wall. The spirit can penetrate a personality. Mm. Spirit of God penetrates the spirit of man. That's right. Holy Spirit isn't enthusiasm, songs played, again, get worked up and get sent. Then they go into, see, and they get sent, you know what they get sent? They get sent back into the world. See, If that's the case, that means that you don't have Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is a person having all qualities of a person, not material. He has individuality, he has a will, intelligence, feelings, sympathy, knowledge to love, hear, speak, grieve. And he's grieved when you turn your back on him. And he's wounded by those he loves. He's wounded when you walk contrary to the word of God. He's wounded when you decide to do things your way and not the way of God. His heart can be broken. Al, I want you to come and read this for me. Who is Holy Spirit? The historic church says that he's God. And I want you to really listen to this. I want you to really listen to what the historic church says about who is Holy Spirit and he's God.
2: This is the Nicene Creed. who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead
0: and the life of the world to come. Amen. Glory to God. I sing Creed. This is how they live. This is their life. This is what they believe. See, we have a certain creed, too. Mm-hmm. And your life, how you live, is your creed. Do what thou will. That means that's your standard. Pastor said, do as thou will. Mm-hmm. That's a creed. So that's what most of us are doing. We are doing what we will, what we will ourselves to do. Mm-hmm. That is your creed. You're doing what you want to do. You're willing yourself to do what pleases you. That's your, some of our creed. But this is a historic Christian creed, is that there's one Lord. And what the Lord actually means to him, and the Holy Spirit means to them. So again, who is Holy Spirit? Thirteen years back, our fathers of faith had to say, One person of the Father, another of the Son, and another of the Holy Ghost. Godhead of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is but one. Glory and majesty is equal. All Lord, almighty, all eternal, all uncreated, all infinite. One uncreated, eternal, infinite. None was created, but the Son proceeded from the Father and the Holy Spirit from the Son. And when they said this, and they declared the deity of God, some had their tongues... Actually pulled out. Some Mm -hmm. had their ears burned off. Some had their arms torn off. And some lost their legs. All because they stood for that Jesus is Lord to God the Father. And they were maimed horribly. This is saying what. So Holy Spirit. is part of the Godhead. They recognize now the Holy Spirit is this part of our dispensation. But what they stood for was the deity of the Godhead. And they understood the relationship and the role of all three, which was one. And this is what you have to understand. The role of all three and the relationship. See, Because if not, you won't be able to experience the promises of God for you. Because Holy Spirit teaches you all things. What's yours? He come to declare to you what the Father says is yours now. But if you don't have a relationship with Holy Spirit, you can't receive the promise of God. Because you can't receive what's been declared because you can't claim it. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's now explore the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit is being taught in the Scripture. The Holy Spirit in the Scripture says that he is God. The Holy Spirit is God. His attributes, all of that. Psalms 139 talks about, Where shall I go from thy spirit? Where shall I hide from thy presence? Meaning he's omnipresent. Job 26, speaks about really the creation through the breath of God. A knowing presence. You can't hide from him. He, he knows everything You're doing and everything you're thinking. You can't hide from Holy Spirit. You can't deceive Holy Spirit. You may can deceive your brethren, but you can't deceive Holy Spirit. He said, you can't hide your heart from me. How are you interacting with those you call your brother? He said, you can't hide that from me. I see your heart. I see your thinking. The invisible presence from the Father and the Son, it actually exercises the right of God and the life of God. See, the the life of God, it exercises the life of God inside of you. The life of, of Christ now being lived inside of you out. Meaning that there's nothing that I can't do that's in the will of God. Amen. I don't care what your past has been, what, where, where, you, where you think your future is going, but you've been born of God. And if you have the Holy Spirit, if you've been baptized in his spirit, which now means that you have power now to live out this life. Not water baptism, but now by fire. That's right. Holy Spirit is just like Jesus as he is like the Father. He's friendly. He's tender. Yep. He is loving. He says, grieve not the Holy Spirit. Grieving the Holy Spirit is doubting him, resisting him, disobeying him. Pleasing Holy Spirit is simply obeying him, responding to him, loving him. Christ really wants to bring restoration to the spirit of man today. And in order to do that, you need to be conscious in your mindset about now I need to choose to really obey the word of God. To be aware that he's with you. You have to consciously decide to obey and respond to his move and his leading and also his guiding. We have to bring back, the, bring back the manifestation of the Holy Spirit because he's, he's not gone. We just cannot sense his presence because the lack of purity, the lack of obedience, the, the lack of love, the lack of true prayer, true intercession.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You hear me? True intercession. That's right a heart full of love, overflowing from the love of God, true intercession that causes me to go on my knees because of the life that I'm living, because who I have have now submitted myself completely, totally to is what causes me to intercede at such a great level. This will lead us to a place of true victory, power, taking you to a higher level in Christ Jesus. Just want to actually read a quote by a man of God. <laughs> I was wondering, this is a beloved pastor back in the 1800s. It's sad to say that you listen to anyone in pretty much in the 1900s or so. It's hard. It's hard because they lack the relationship, lordship of Holy Spirit. A you. You do have some in the exact past. You do have some, but it's just sad that you have to get past all the churchy and religious lingo and trying to filter it all out and really query the heart of God in what you're saying. Amen. But this is a beloved pastor, a husband, a father, a brother, and once a friend. And he requested this of his congregation. He said this right before, a couple of months or so before he died. He said, pray for me in the light of the pressures of times. Pray that I will not just come to a weary end, an exhausted, tired old preacher, interested only in hunting a place to roost. Pray that I will be willing to let my Christian experience and Christian standards cost me something right down to the last gasp. Mm. He said, pray for me. He asked his congregation. Pray that the pressures of life, of these times, don't cause me to come to a a weary end, exhausted, entitled preacher. Because I've been interested in hunting a place to roost. Hunting a place for a religion. There you go. And to benefit from all the trinkets and things that the people of God has brought me. This, this man go. of God, he never purchased a car. Never. Him and his wife always rode transit. All of his money, besides necessity to live on, not saying that you all could do this. I'm just telling this man's life. Beyond his necessity to, to live, all his proceeds from his ministry went back into the people. He really lived a life to where he really wanted to change the people of God. Through the Word of God, they truly believed in sincere prayer, worship, and an intimate relationship with Holy Spirit. My cry today for you to really develop a hunger and a thirst—I'm a real hunger, a real thirst. Holy Spirit it can no longer be about you it can no longer be about you it's always about the kingdom of God because you were born again for this very purpose to go into the hedges and highways he said and compel them to come in we're out yesterday saw so many people out So many souls I saw that was lost. So many. So many dysfunctional spirits. So much pain. So just darkness. And I'm sort of praying for them. I'm praying for those that call themselves Christians. Because we're supposed to be the light. That's right. praying that you really have a desire and hunger for righteousness, that you will never mumble and complain about doing anything in the house of God, Amen. but that you would count it an honor to put your hands on what's God. Amen. I really pray that today that you come to a place of understanding there is a desperate need for you to have a relationship with Holy Spirit and stop rejecting the Lordship of Holy Spirit so he can bring everything that pertains to God to your remembrance all wisdom, all insight is available to you all the answers that you're seeking for Stop running from here to there and find out what to to read next. The Word. What book do I get? What do I do next in in the ministry? Read the Word. Live the Word. He said, "In, in your obedience and really loving me, I'll make myself clear to you. will perceive and know that it's me that's talking to you if you just obey my word and really love me he's asking that we really love him today amen really love him he said really love me like you the way that you you love your children he said can you can you even love me to that degree some of our parents we'd be nothing you wouldn't do for your children right yep. God said I'm greater I'm greater than your spouse I'm greater I'm greater without me you have no life without me you have no gift you would not have the child they are. really love him today really love him so your life can change make itself clear to you. Who don't want to hear God? Who don't want to really see God? How come we're not being invited to the third heaven? How...
1: We're not talking spirit travel. Oh, excuse me, soul travel. Amen. Because it is a, a thing that they can do. It's called soul travel. And you're not going to the third heaven.
0: I just really want them to get it. I want you guys to really get it when it comes to living this new life. Aren't you tired of the same issues? The same things, the same decisions? Same situation, same people with the same situation? The same you? Don't you want to just wake up and say, this is it? This is the day I'm really going to love God. I truly love. Pray that you are blessed by the word of God and it actually change your mindset. The renewing in your heart and in your mind. It brings dynamic change for the rest of your life. Allow the engrafted word of God to change you. As I was studying, I just, I'm praying that those that know God feel the way that I do as I was studying just reading and listening through the word I began to just cry and just you're in the presence of God We're in the presence of God so you don't have to work your spirit up to go there because he's with you Everything's all, is perfect when you're in his presence. You can see better in the presence of God. You can hear better. You have clarity. You're healthy in the presence of God. No crazy thoughts. Amen. Amen. He said, run to me while you can. Run to the Lord today while you can.
1: As always, thank you so much for your labor, revelation, teaching God's people as we co-labor together. Amen. Everybody here can put their hands to the house of God. Everybody. Everybody can. Remember, he said, if you've done it to the least, you've done it to me.